0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second part of our season preview. Marry, fuck, kill for the NFC. This is the Left Coasters podcast, the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and the new and improved host, Drew Schaefer, Crookston. We are ready to break down the NFC. You've already heard us break down the AFC. It's in our archives on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud. We're everywhere now. iTunes. We got a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram, a Gmail. The Left Coast's Podcast at Gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to us if you want to hear us make certain bets. If you have bets of your own, if you want to have us explain any of the bets that we are making, we will gladly do it. This show is going to run a lot like the last show with the AFC. We're going to go through each uh, division. They've been assigned to each of the three hosts. We're going to give a little class presentation of our Mary Fuck kill for those divisions. The other hosts are going to break them down afterwards. And then at the end, we each have our best bets. We have a team over, we have a team under, we have a team prop and a player prop to give you because this podcast is going to make you money. We are going to give you bets that we know will hit. We've gone through them all. We've broken down the lines. I've taught Dangles how to go through my bookie and make sure he knows exactly what he's going for. And even he has bets that he's going to give you that are going to make you money. So listen with us. The best bets come at the end. But first, we're going to jump right into it. The NFC East. The NFC East is a big division. Two years ago, the Philadelphia Eagles won the fucking Super Bowl. And now they're sitting here. They were second place in the NFC East last year. They did make the playoffs under Nick Foles again. Now it's just Carson Wentz. But Dallas starts us off. They won the division at 10-6. and six. Is Zeke going to play? Is Zeke not going to play? There's a lot of question marks with that team. Philadelphia Eagles, 9-7. Carson Wentz, this is your team, but there is no backup behind you. If you're not healthy, they're starting Josh McCown. Uh, the Washington Redskins are 7-9. and 7-9 and nine Washington Redskins last year, a clusterfuck. Of quarterbacks at their position, with Dwayne Haskins waiting in the wings, and finally, the woeful New York Giants at five and eleven in Saquon Barkley's first year. Drafted Daniel Jones six overall, but it's still Eli holding the helm. The NFC East is tough to predict. Drew, marry fuck kill.
1: Okay, here we go, boys. Well, who am I marrying? I'm marrying the most stable team in this division, in my opinion. And that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, it makes sense. Doug Peterson looks like a man taking his daughter's back the first day of college. Carson Wentz, a man of the cloth, a Bible man, presumably saved himself for marriage like the three of us. <laughs> um, listen, this team is rock solid. I love the fact that they have Alson Jeffrey, Zach Ertz. They have a kind of a, a double-headed monster in the running back with Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, mm-hmm. and. Training camp hero right now, Deshaun Jackson, seems yep. to have found his old form. He's back in Philly. He loves being there. They say he's kind of playing a mentorship role, and the guy can still burn. I think the Eagles, big bounce back here. I love to marry the Philadelphia Eagles. I who, like that. Who, I like that. Who am I fucking? Well, I had a couple different options here. But no, when you I think,
2: well, no. <laughs> no, you didn't. No. No, you didn't. This I'm, is very simple.
1: <laughs> I want to I wanna have sex with Saquon Barkley's quads. Wow. So regardless of <laughs> what happens or not, I think it's going to be fun to watch. I can't wait to watch Eli's, you know, dumb mouth open stare on the sidelines. Saquon is Bar none, maybe my boy McCaffrey in Carolina. He's the most exciting football player in the NFL. I agree with that. I cannot wait to watch him play. I think it's gonna be interesting. And quietly, all this buzz about Daniel Jones being selected sixth overall. He's looked pretty damn good in the He's preseason, awesome. boys. I like.
2: I like. And he was. He was a bet that I was looking at at him as plus two fifty to be the first
1: rookie quarterback to start a game. The off- who is not Kyler Murray. The offensive line's better. Evan Ingram's healthy. They get Golden Tate after four games. I think that team could, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be great, but I can't wait to watch them. And, you you know. think you're ready to fuck them over their expectations? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And who am I killing? Well, this one was a no-brainer for me. The Washington Redskins oh, are so terrible. Yeah. Trent Williams holding out. I've been reading there's a big discrepancy with their training staff. They can't stay healthy. Jay Gruden's on the hot seat. Their quarterback situation is a nightmare: yep. Colt McCoy, Case Keenum, and then an unproven Dwayne Haskins. I think Week Six, Dan Snyder walks into Jay Gruden's office. He puts his size six shoe up his butt, <laughs> kicks him out. I think Jay Gruden is the first coach fired. Wow! I think he Haskins, has the best odds to be the first coach fired. And I think, <laughs> I, and and listen, I I'm not even though Haskins went to an awful school, I won't name. I think Haskins has a lot of potential as a quarterback, but. Let's remember Jared Goff's first year. Yeah. Let's remember Mitch yeah. Trubisky's yeah. 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 first year. Yeah. I think that could be the kind of year we're looking at where the Redskins just have a miserable year. I am absolutely 100 billion percent killing the Washington Redskins.
0: Okay, Dangles, I know you and I are thinking the same on here. Why did he
1: leave Dallas off the list? Yeah. My thing with Dallas is this. Jerry Jones likes to stir the pot. He just gives Jalen Smith a huge extension. Huge extension. He's got Zeke holding out, bitching about a joke that he made. I won't get into that because that's going to fire me up. He's got Dak Prescott asking for $40 million. And let's not forget about... (laughs) The Clapper. The Clapper. I don't think anything of him. I just don't. I left him off intentionally. I really... I hope Cowboy fans aren't offended Not a huge Cowboys fan. Yeah, I just don't know what's gonna happen. I I really don't. I really don't. And 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 the thing, what happened last year, they kind of snuck in, won the division. That was all good. Um, I I mean, I'm just not sold on them. For
0: me, I think they're a very exciting team. They're a very solid team, but the question marks surrounding the off season stuff and the way their mindset is going into it does make me a little bit wary. However, I think New York is terrible. I think the Giants are fucking terrible. I know people are saying Daniel Jones can play, Daniel Jones this, that. The other thing, it's not Daniel Jones. It's Eli for the first few games. He might be gone after six, like Dangle says. He might. Daniel Jones might step in, but still this team is not built to win this year. I feel so bad for Saquon because I think there's going to be ten people in the box against them all season. And that's tough for me. I understand fucking his quads, though, because those quads are... Meaty Dangles, anything, anything you got to say about the NFCs before we move on?
2: No, not really. I think I agree with him in most places, except I, I would probably personally fuck the Cowboys over the Giants because I, I just I think the Giants are going to stink. Um, but there are a lot of question marks on on the Cowboys, and and that defense is certainly unproven, and we know that Dak can be shaky as well. Um, I, I am personally confident that he's going to have a great year this year. He was a stud fantasy quarterback last year towards the end of the year, and I think he's just going to continue, to get better, um, with age like a fine wine, Mm. but. uh, uh, yeah you know uh, other than that I, I i might even kill the giants because i i think if
0: I don't know. The Redskins are just so terrible. Yeah,
2: they are. But I mean, look, Darius Geis comes back, and you know we don't know what yeah. to expect from him. And who knows? You know, maybe things don't shake out with Case Keenum and Colt McCoy, and they put Dwayne Haskins and Haskins in, and he just lights people up. It it's, would not be the first time that a rookie quarterback would come in for an injured guy, Dak Prescott, and completely and take over the to completely take the job over. It's going to be Dak Prescott was
1: plug and play with a really good team, a no. very good team, really good team. Sure, oh.
0: Jason Witten returns from the Monday Night Football duties. Thankfully, thank. Goodness. Thankfully yeah, he's not in that cow. booth anymore. But uh, yeah. uh I'm we have very... a chair for
1: him if he wants to return to <laughs> broadcasting. I'm
0: very interested. I'm very interested to see who has the better year and how many games they play between Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones. I'm very interested to see. When the draft happened and all that stuff happened, I saw Daniel Jones at Duke. I thought Daniel Jones was terrible. Preseason, though, he has looked everything the part, and Dwayne Haskins has not. So it's going to be interesting to see how that forms when the real games happen. Regardless, I agree with you. I think it's Philly's division to win. Moving on to the NFC North. They- coasters the nfc north is my division to present because it involves my favorite team in the whole wide world the green bay packers it started off last year with the bears surprisingly going 12 and 4 12 and 4 mitch trubisky and matt nagy matt nagy's first year coaching that team uh the vikings were second place eight seven and one the packers fell to six nine and one fired their head coach and now have uh matt Lafleur as their head coach and finally the Lions at 6 and 10 under uh, Patricia's first year 6 and 10 Lions. Listen, let me get get rid of it real fast. I am uh, I'm marrying the Packers because they are my favorite team, but Drew brought this up last uh, last podcast when he was talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they're this Packers team is either going to be 12 and 4 or 5-11, and, and there's no in-between. Hmm. I am very nervous about Matt LaFleur and his coaching ability, but I know that Aaron Rodgers is ready to win, and my favorite part of this whole offseason is people calling Aaron Rodgers out because this man has lived off of his ego for so long. It's what drives him. He has been the best person in every room he has ever been in, and in his mind, he runs on confidence, he runs on swagger. He does. He has a very big in- internal confidence, and for him to hear people call him out, arguably for the first time in his whole career, makes me so happy because I want a driven Aaron Rodgers ready to shut people up. I'm marrying the Green Bay Packers. I am fucking the Detroit Lions. Boom! I. Boom. There, If you have listened to any of these free agency podcasts that we did during the offseason, you know no team impressed me more with their free agent acquisitions than the Detroit Lions. And I think last year was the year that they needed to sort of wash out the people that didn't want to be part of the system, and Patricia's system stayed. He brought in stalwarts from Patriots teams, Danny Amendola, Troy Flowers, people who know how to run his system, veterans, importantly, veterans who know how to run his system. I think Matt Stafford is still a top uh, a top half of the league NFL quarterback. I love Kenny Galladay. I think On Johnson is a decent running back. I love the tight end that they got. They built around the old line. I think they might have the best D-line in the NFL with yep. their acquisitions in True there and that, what they baby. can rotate in there. Straight up there. The the thing that they struggled with the most was defense and their passing defense, but I think that all starts with the line. You can ask Seattle about it. A good D-line makes your D, a secondary a hell of a lot better, and I think Detroit has a chance to really Really surprised people this year. Detroit is my team that I'm going in on. I do this every year. I always pick one team that I think is going to surprise everybody. I think Detroit's a fucking playoff team. Ooh. I really, really like the Detroit Lions. And that brings me to the team I'm going to kill. Now, I do not think this team is going to be fourth place in the uh, division, but I do know that this team is not going to reach the expectations that people have, and that is the old 12-4 and 4 Chicago Bears. Same thing I had with Josh Allen in the AFC. Trubisky stinks. Trubisky stinks. Trubisky stinks. There's no way of getting around it. Trubisky stinks. You cannot prove it otherwise. Nagy is an amazing offensive mind, but they have now had a full season with that uh, game film on tape. And just like Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, once you figure out the system, you can figure out how to beat them. Biggest loss for me that I think was not talked about at all during the offseason was Jordan Howard leaving the Chicago Bears. Jordan Howard never set the world on fire, but for the past three seasons, he had, has had over 250 carries for that Chicago Bears team and that's a team that needs to run the ball to succeed. And 250 carries is a tough ask of a rookie running back and a guy built as slightly as Tariq Cohen. It's a lot of carries. It's a lot of times touching the ball, a lot of times getting hit in the middle of the field. It is not an easy thing to do. That's why I think Philly's going to be as good as they're going to be because Jordan Howard can ball, and Chicago's going to be as bad as they're going to be. Losing Vic Fangio just as big of a loss, because that defense is not going to be the same under Chuck Pagano, even with the same players. Scheme matters. Vic Fangio ain't in the room anymore. I'm killing the Chicago Bears. What do you guys have to think?
1: Hmm. I am uh, doing cartwheels right now because of your fuck pick, Tony. I can't tell you the excitement as a Lions fan. Uh, I was just back in Michigan recently, and it's real there. It's tangible. People have actually kind of turned on Patricia in a good way. Uh, Not a great start. Really icy with the media. Obviously, very piss-poor performance on the field. But like you said, he's got to get his system guys in there. Trey Flowers, uh, they drafted TJ Hawkinson, eighth overall. Um, They signed Jesse James, which no one talks about. I think their offense will be much improved. They're not going to set the world on fire. But like you said, that defensive line, an absolute monster defensive line. Couldn't be more excited for the season. I love that. Um, The Bears is very, very interesting. I actually know they have the most tickets for – uh, Super Bowl wins in Vegas, mm. and a lot of sharps have them under their season win total. Yeah, big up and down. A team that you didn't mention that I'm so curious about is the Minnesota Vikings, worst team in the division. I don't know what's going to well, happen. Why did you choose to kill them? No, listen, I wanted to say the Chicago bit. <laughs> it was a good bit. People kind of forget last year they were so underachieving. Yes. The Vikings, yes. Kirk Cousins, average at the very, very best. Yes. But a healthy Dalvin Cook. An improved defense. I just don't know what they're going to be. I hope they're not good, obviously, as a Lions fan. I know you hope they suck as a Packers fan. But that's you can't my, count that, them out that's, though. That's, that's my big I, I question can. mark. I, I I can. You I, might be able I th- to. I think everyone's yeah, fired. I think, I, I
2: think an intelligent NFL fan can't count. I them think out. they could surprise people. I, I, I really because no. do I think they so bad, because, gone. because they are because they what. What
1: do you, look, you think about Zimmer though? Zimmer, I think he's really a good I really like coach. Zimmer. That's what
0: I'm saying. I think that I think there's times where uh, uh, the, 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 the the sum of the parts is not as good as the whole type thing. Whatever that phrase is, I think there's a lot of good pieces there, but I think there's bad water. I just think this team doesn't want to be around each other. I think Thielen doesn't want to be there. I don't I know Diggs doesn't want to be there. Just this team is ready to break apart. And I think Zimmer is that hard nosed coach that eventually he hits the hammer on the nail enough and the wood splinters. And I think Zimmer's gone at the end of this year. I think this team is not a good team.
1: Kirk Cousins
0: I think uh, Kirk Cousins sucks. He, we
1: know strikes, he yes. strikes the fear of no one yeah. in the league. Yeah. I just I'm very curious to see how they But he yeah, he is capable. We know he's capable. He's capable he has, he's he is capable of, of
2: playing at an elite level. He's put up no. He has put up elite level. Like, look it at also, his career stats. He's also, put up elite level. It numbers. also has to do with uh, oh. he doesn't get a fully. He doesn't become the first player in NFL history with a fully guaranteed contract by being bad. That's a fact. No, no, you're right, yes. That's a fact. That's not something you get to have an opinion on. That's a fact.
1: But you can't say he's elite when he's a career 500 quarterback. I think he stinks. I
2: said he has put up elite numbers. I did not say he is an elite quarterback. I said he has the capability to put up elite numbers.
0: For me, it has to, I mean, a lot of things factor into it. This is just a small piece, but the Vikings finishing second last year in the NFC North means they have to play teams like the Seahawks, the Eagles, and the Falcons. The Lions finishing fourth means they have to play the Cardinals, the, uh, the Giants, and the Buccaneers. It's just, you know, I just think... Think sure. Things are looking good for one team and looking bad for another. Fair enough. Um, we ready to move on to the NFC South? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Left fucking coasters. Left coasters. The NFC South is here, led by the team that should have been in the Super Bowl last year. They were 13 and three. The New Orleans Saints, best team in all the land last year beaten up by a fucking referee man nothing nothing worse than that second place the underachieving atlanta falcons it's at seven and nine seven and nine a team that's on the precipice if they go south this year there could be a lot of a lot of contracts up uh carolina panthers also seven and nine based on a terrible mid-season losing streak and cam newton's Ugh. bum shoulder mm. and finally the tampa bay buccaneers with bruce arians as head coach with byron Leftwich, not a quarterback but he's calling the plays for Jameis winston we talked about marcus Mariota having a big year same stands for Jameis Winston. This needs to be
2: the ultimate make-or-break year for Jameis. Mary fuck kill the NFC South, diggity-dangles. Man, who would have thought four years ago that we'd be sitting here wondering whether the top two picks in the 2015 draft would be actually staying on their teams, like fighting for their contracts, fighting to stay on the teams that drafted them. Uh, For the NFC South, I'm marrying the New Orleans Saints. We go back to consistency here, guys. They continue to win. Sean Payton's a great coach. I don't see any reason why you don't have confidence in the Saints here. On paper, yes, it does seem unlikely that Drew Brees repeats his 2018 numbers at his age. There's probably going to be uh, a note of regression in, in, in that season, especially considering how badly they trailed off down the end of the season, and Drew Brees was just... Just towards the last like five or six games, they were like incapable of moving the ball down the field. They had a really tough time with that. So I think you're going to see some regression on Drew yep. Brees. He had an MVP caliber season last year. And if Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw 50 touchdowns, Drew Brees is wins, your MVP. wins yep. the MVP last year. Absolutely. Um, I think he is at his best when he is able—well, uh, and I will say that being a Patriots fan— I of all people should know that age does not should not and does not limit your QB production. Uh, get, I get used to this, Drew. Uh, I know uh, I know you're I, not <laughs> used
0: to this, but he is constantly finding ways to talk about Brady and the Patriots. This is the they're NFC so podcast.
2: Uh, That's That's so fine by me. TB12 is, is the good boy. Keep going. Uh, I believe that Drew Brees is at his best when he is able to spread the ball around the field and go through his progressions. The question is, can a cadre of pass catchers emerge this year and stay healthy? You got Ted Ginn back healthy. Uh, you add Jared Cook to that receiving core. Obviously, Michael Thomas just uh, can't guard Mike. Just sides a big old He's deal. He's incredible. I, I, you know, there's a the possibility he leads the league in receiving yards this year, very easily. Um, and they return most of their defense that was among the top rushing defenses in the league last year. Marshawn Lattimore, I think, is one of the best corner, young corners in the league. Um, they're just a great team. They got a lot of fight in them, and I think they have every. They, it's their division to lose. Right. Uh, I'm going to fuck the Carolina Panthers wow. this year. Wow. I think there are two schools of thought with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. I think you are someone who believes that Cam Newton's shoulder has been fixed by his second surgery in the last three offseasons, or you do not. There's, that's it. Yep. I'm I yep. am among those who believe that Cam's shoulder is better. I have suffered a severe shoulder injury and have recovered and gone on to do way more athletically than I ever imagined possible. And I'm a fucking schlub. Imagine what Cam can do. <laughs> Imagine what a six foot five, two hundred and twenty five. five. I, well, I am not trying to draw a moral comparison at all, or a, 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 a physical equivalency between <laughs> me and Cam Newton by any stretch. It's all like I'm, two different species. It is. It's absolutely two different species. <laughs> all I'm saying is that if I can break off a hunk of my shoulder socket and come back to a point where I can do a pretty rigorous workout routine every day, then Cam Newton can come back yeah. from shoulder surgery and go back to 2015 MVP yeah. levels. Yeah. I see. It. I can see it happening. Absolutely. Um, wide receivers are obviously a question. Chris, Ho- Chris Hogan joins the fray. Curtis Samuel returns. They lose Devin Funchess, obviously, in the offseason, which, frankly, if you watch the All or Nothing show on Amazon, it's Not actually it's probably for the best for yeah. them because he was a drag on that team. Uh, they lose Thomas Davis Sr. from the defense. They add Gerald McCord to an already strong pass rush that includes Mario Addison and Kaywon Short. Bruce Irvin comes in as a veteran to replace Thomas Davis in that yep. linebacking core with Keekly and Shaq Thompson, who are among the top linebackers in the league. And this is a team, guys, remember, there was 6-2 at the turn last year. They lose mm. six of their last seven, effectively torpedoing their season. Yep. And I just think they're going to be hungry to avenge last year. I think Cam's hungry. I think that whole offense is hungry. They have arguably arguably the best all-purpose player in the NFL in Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Uh, in the backfield, and there's no one challenging him for looks on the football. I like the Carolina Panthers. This wasn't easy. I'm killing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was it's, not. Yeah, this was not an easy you decision. Want, for you me. want them to do. Well, I really you know like. I, mean? I really like this team this yeah. year, and this wasn't an easy decision for me. I think Bruce Arians is a great fit for this off the players, the pieces that they have in this offense. I think they're going to improve. Arians has been a success, uh, a successful head coach in both of his previous past head coaching yeah. stints. I see no reason that's going to change here. He's got talent. They were the best passing off. In the league last year, you can't teach six foot five at wide receiver with Mike Evans. Like that's just that's just there. Chris Godwin's six three. Yeah. He's another huge, huge red. He's another huge red zone target. They have two great. Tight they ends have two too. very very good tight ends in in uh, OJ Howard and um, Cameron Brait. Uh, and 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 Winston loves throwing to Brait. Um. Uh, I think there are the. But the problem here is there are three teams in this division that are going to move the ball downfield on you largely through the passing game. Yep. And I look at the Bucks depth chart and I recognize just one name in that secondary. That's it. I want the Bucks to win this year, and I hope they surprise me. I think they could potentially come out of nowhere, and I dare say even maybe snag a wild card spot if things Mm. go a-wire. Mm. I think it's unlikely, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. But I have to kill the Bucks. Sir. It's tough, yeah. So you marrying the Saints, you fucking the Panthers, you killing the Buccaneers. I think if the Bucs
0: were in like an NFC West, they'd be a mu- like they'd be a yeah. contender. But in this team, that even this and we division, didn't talk about can. Atlanta, Atlanta can ball too. We didn't. Like, they Tampa really Bay. can. Tampa Bay's in. Trouble. I mean,
2: look, Dirt Cutter returns. He's worked with it. he has worked with Matt Ryan before, so you got a reunion there. They obviously again have arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL, possession wide receiver in the NFL in uh, in Julio Jones, um, and uh, uh, Devontae Freeman now has no. No one to compete with him in the backfield for carries really outside of Ido Smith, assuming he stays healthy. I think the Falcons could very easily be a fuck team in this uh, in this division. But yeah, Tampa Bay's got a tough road.
0: Tampa down. Bay has a tough road. Drew, and I'm any, just, uh, I just like
2: the Panthers. You got
0: any questions about this division that Dangles just broke down for us?
1: No, I think it's uh, I think it was really well said, Dangles. the Saints. Uh, one thing I'm going to look for the Saints, maybe a free fantasy tip, Jared Cook. Um, coming from the tight end, rejuvenated. Yeah, I I think I think he could have a big he's year. He's great because he's in that
2: second tier of tight ends at fantasy. Absolutely. And if you're, I mean, I'm not somebody who likes to draft one of the top three. I'm happy to sit and wait until like round seven, eight to take a tight end. And I've been seeing Jared Cook
1: still sitting around in those late, late rounds. Absolutely a good fantasy pick. I love Cook and the Bucks. I I, I I'm I'm curious to see how Arians comes back. Uh, he obviously has a lot of good energy. Jameis is Jameis. I know they want to make that work there. I do think they have some tools. I'm very curious uh if the Bucks fans are gonna really embrace my boy Endomic and Dominican Sue. Not um so yeah, and, and like I said, Matty Ice man, for all I mean, that guy all he all he does is just sling it. So yeah, I, I, I really think he's it's gonna tough. be I think he's gonna be the same. I think Calvin Ridley's gonna have a nice year I would uh, with with uh next to Julio too. I'd probably fuck the Atlanta over Carolina. I probably would. Honestly, um,
2: I-, I could I could make arguments for both of yeah. those teams personally.
0: I-, I will say that before we move on, I know we don't talk a lot of fantasy on this podcast, but I think the number one wide receiver in the league this year is Mike Evans. I think he has Mike a Evans. Huge, really. You mean Mike Thomas? No, Mike Evans. I think he has Are a, you high? I think he has a huge year on Tampa Bay's new offense. Someone check I really Tommy. do. No, no, I'm dead serious. I think. I, 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 I don't, don't would, think it's crazy. Deshaun, Deshaun I, I, Jackson missing. Don't think it's from, likely, but I don't think it's nuts. Deshaun Jackson missing from that team is a thousand yards to go up to anybody, and I think Mike Evans is going to be looked at a million times each game, a
2: la Mike Thomas in New Orleans. I think Mike, uh, Mike you don't Evans. Don't think he's going to draw a lot of coverage. I mean, I almost oh, yeah. I almost wonder if they might oh, yeah. split those yards, Chris, him and Chris Godwin, because uh, he's going to uh, draw doubles on so, almost every play. So
0: will Julio. So will Odell. So all of them but i think mike evans had i think bruce arian's offense plus mike evans plus james's arm if J- if tampa bay does anything on offense it's going to mike evans
1: anyway hope he doesn't bear arms on the sidelines <laughs> and attack someone either nice guy <laughs> moving on to the nfc west
0: Left coasters and this brings us to our last division again after this we will be doing our best bets for the nfc and we will be winning you money with these bets but first we got to get through the nfc west drew this is your division we have the hometown los angeles rams 13 and 3 went all the way to the super bowl coming back with almost the same team except gurley a lot of questions about todd gurley seattle seahawks was second at 10 and 6 also snuck into the playoffs. seattle returning almost everybody except for a couple of really key defensive pieces legion of boom is no more 49ers san fran 49ers 4 and 12 last year with jimmy garoppolo hopefully fully healthy at the helm and lastly the arizona cardinals 3 and 13 signed the sexiest coach in all the land cliff kingsbury and then they signed Kyler murray and traded away their one quarterback josh rosen it's Kyler murray time in arizona this is a very
1: interesting division a very fun division the nfc west drew Mary fuck kill here we go boys well i'm gonna stay local no surprise here to mary Hometown, Los Angeles Rams. Listen, mm-hmm. anything that's said about McVay times it by 10 for me. I'm a believer. I think he's Belichick Jr. You look at his first two seasons, 11 wins, 13 wins. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to win 13 games, but all this all this question about Todd Gurley, I think he's Belichick enough to just plug and play. They yeah. have this rookie from uh, Memphis, Daryl Henderson, has been turning heads in training camp. The questions around Gurley, is, is, they're warranted. But let's not forget, he's got one of the best receiving cores in the the NFL, yep. Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, healthy Cooper Cup. And let's also not forget, before Goff laid an egg in the Super Bowl, he looked pretty good against the Saints. Yeah. and and I,
0: I, I would also say he didn't lay an egg in the Super Bowl, but keep well, going.
1: Uh, so th- th- this one's easy for me, and it would be who of me to not talk about a top three defense led by the best football player, do I say, in the world yeah. in Aaron no, Donald? No, he is the best football player. In the world. Yeah, So that's a really easy one for me. Yeah. The fuck was a hard one in this one. Now, you said the Legion of Boom is no more, but who is their lone holdover for the Legion of Boom? There's two of them, K.J. Wright and Bobby Wagner. And Bobby Wagner. And we have Russ Wilson. I'm fucking the Seattle Seahawks. Now, again, great home field. They still have Russ. They still have Bobby Wagner. Best Russian team in the league. And let's not forget Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. I think that's a nice double-headed monster. I think that's that's just a hard, hard, hard team to beat at their home place. Yep. I think they'll be right there. Just like last year in the wild card, they're going to be right there. You can't
2: count a team out that has Russell Wilson on. He makes Correct. receivers out of nobodies. He's the, he, is, he is consistently among, if not the most dangerous players in the game.
1: And listen, they lost a lot. They lost Doug Baldwin. They lost Earl Thomas. They lost Cam Chancellor. Yep. They lost a ton. I just am not. I'm not ready to put a fork in the Seahawks Well, you add quite DK,
2: yet. you add DK Metcalf, who's Get a burner. I'm not. Look, sold you you on add, DK Metcalf. you add him, you got Tyler Lockett, you yeah. have David Moore from last year. There's yeah. some names that they can make out of
1: this. Yeah, yeah. i um, yeah. DK Metcalf. Look, we'll see with DK Metcalf. He's a very okay? good. He's he's got a very good Instagram presence. We'll see if he can catch a ball. Um, who am I killing? Well, obviously I have two choices here. Um, I'm gonna talk about the other one I'm not choosing in a minute. I'm killing the San Francisco 49ers, and all I'll say about this, it's not good when a diehard San Francisco 49ers friend, who is one of my friends, texts me and says, did you know we can get out of Garoppolo's contract next year? (laughs) Now, it's been well documented. That's rough. Five straight picks in practice, Yeah. zero QB rating. Terrible preseason outings, yeah. is this guy really more like Matt Castle than Tom Brady? I'm really curious. Well, let's – okay, let's – look – People are Let saying that people are saying that Nick Mullins is basically outplaying him in practice. Now, another thing, Shanahan for all his offensive, you know, genius and all this stuff. I know John Lynch is the GM. They're proven on defense. They didn't win a game on the road last year. Yeah. You have to learn how to win on the road in this league to be successful. I'm not buying it. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying Jimmy G. I'm not buying it. I'm killing the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, okay. Before we get on
0: uh, – no, let's talk about San Fran because i got something to say about one of the other teams. But San Fran, yeah, it's, it's a tough it's, – it's It is hard, bad. and Eagles. I guess – What do you got to say about your well, former New England Patriots? I, I Patriot? guess I'm just
2: going to say it does come down to whether you believe in Jimmy G or not. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I look, I, I do. I 100% believe in Jimmy yeah. G. I know what I saw in New England. Yeah. I watched him. I watched him play. I watched him grow. I watched him learn through those three years, and he, he was good. He was very, very good. Now, I have said this on the podcast before— very small sample size with Jimmy G. And he played two games that year that Brady, uh, the the year after Deflategate, where where he got suspended. He played two games before he got hurt in the second game with an AC joint injury in his shoulder and Jacoby Brissett had to come in. So that's really all we've seen. And then in the short sample size we had last year, how does he tear his ACL? Completely avoidably. Instead of taking a hit, he could have stepped out of bounds and he's in for the rest of that season. Instead, he decides to try and juke the guy and tears his ACL. He's done for the year. I think the talent is there and if the decision making comes along with it jimmy g absolutely has the talent
1: i think that's what's not being talked about though dangles he's coming back from an acl injury we saw what carson wentz did last it's not year that big a deal anymore uh, though I, I i just i the think guys that come back from acls all the time that's these got, days that's got to be in the back of his mind there's no reason he should be playing this bad in practice and just like Derek carr he does have a buyout next year in his contract i'm very very curious I'm not saying they're gonna, you know, be four and twelve again. I'm just saying I just don't think they're gonna live up to expectations. I guess it's
2: just it's how much are you, how much stock are you willing to put into preseason performance? And yeah. I just I don't yes. know how much I don't know how much personally that
1: I am. Yeah, five picks and five throws in practice—that's not good.
0: I'm torn. Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I I love Jimmy. The people who've been listening to this podcast for a while know I love Jimmy. But this is an interesting situation. The team I want to talk about though is a team I know I'm alone in thinking this way. Uh, 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 the Los Angeles Rams have been the hometown team for this podcast since we began. It's the reason we started this podcast and out of my best bets, there's one that I almost took but I did not, but I'll share it with you right now, plus 275 for the Rams to miss the playoffs. Here's the thing. Mm, What? I I think – here's the thing. Mm. I think Todd Gurley is truly injured and I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm p- about to put my money in a rookie running back who's slighter than Todd Gurley to try to do the things that Todd Gurley does. We've seen this team without Todd Gurley. C.J. Anderson was a bowling ball, but they still could not move the ball against a lot of teams when C.J. Anderson was in there. Goff, I really believe, is a good quarterback. I just said I don't think he laid an egg in the Super Bowl. Also, he can play, decision-making
2: issues. I think he can
0: play really well, but I will say that Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup in that system, people have seen it. They kind of know if Todd Gurley's not there, they kind of know who to focus on. The defense is what scares me, though. Aaron Donald, best player in the world. That is absolute the thing about last year is they signed a bunch of not really good character guys in the thing that we're all going to come together and win a Super Bowl and they ended up hurt and well no but they 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 brought all these guys together to be like Marcus Peters Aqib Tlaib Ndamukong Su all these characters saying they were both hurt we're going to come together and win a Super Bowl right we're going to all focus on one goal and win a Super Bowl they 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 walked that line last year they went all the way to the Super Bowl they couldn't get it done this year should shit start to start to fall just a little bit, I see those characters starting to be a real bad presence. I know Ndamukong's gone, but I see those characters becoming a really bad presence there, and I see a defense with a lot of holes, and I don't think they can fill those holes up. I love Aaron Donald. I love Jared Goff. I think Sean McVay's a genius. I think the Rams take a huge step back this year, and I would predict them. I'm not going to put my money on it, but that plus 275 to miss the playoffs is huge. I would go with Seattle to marry and I would not touch the Los Angeles Rams this year.
1: I would just mm. counter that, Tony. It, so th- The thing about McVeigh is, would you agree with me, besides playing the New England Patriots, would you think the Rams have a coaching advantage over 28 other oh, teams? Yeah, hands down. I think that makes a big difference in this league. Yeah. I think McVay is good for at least a couple wins a year. Yeah. The talent's still there. And the girly thing is going to be so interesting because I 100% agree with you. Something's not go- something's not right there. Yeah. Like, they're going to be a documentary about that <laughs> yeah. 20 years down the road, why, why that happened. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's 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 healthy or well. I'm saying I think McVay is good enough where it's a plug and play, similar to the 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 carousel of running backs that always go through New England. Yeah. He's going to find someone to fill that role. We
2: Thanks. haven't mentioned the Cardinals here uh, yet, and I'm curious what you guys think because Tony, you are often high on the Cardinals, and I know how high you are on Kyler Murray. I think Kyler's awesome. Um,
0: yeah, I I don't think they're going to be very good. Uh, I don't think they're going to be a first overall pick team, but I don't think they're going to be very good at all. I I have a lot of trust in Kyler, and I have a lot of trust in Cliff Kingsbury. I just think it's going to be a very bumpy road to start. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to see them light the world on fire, but I just don't think – I don't know. There's a, it's a very weak team. It's a very thin team. I don't think Terrell Suggs is the answer to fix that <laughs> defense. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of missing love pieces me on that sizzle, team. But I, I also see. Hacksaw. I also see Patrick Peterson getting traded to a contender as soon as as soon as they can. <clears throat> he, yeah, he didn't want to. He didn't want to be there anymore. He doesn't want to be there, and I think they can get a fortune for him once Morris. the season begins. Patriots. Morris just saying. All right, that's it. That's our NFC breakdown. We've done the AFC breakdown. Now we just give out our I got to give out our best bets in this next section and then it's on to week 1. Then it's on to football. Football's about to begin. I can't wait. Let's go. Let's go with our best bets right after this. Left coasters. And here we are with the final part of the NFC breakdown, the final part of our preseason breakdown. We've Mary fucked, killed every division in here, but now we're going to focus on the gambling aspect. We are the left-coast gamblers, and we are here to make you money. We love gambling on the NFL. Drew and I have seasoned veterans when it comes to gambling. Dangles is just now stepping foot. We've all taken all the lines in. We've, we've written down. I have so many notes. I have a booklet full of notes in front of me, and I'm ready to give you my four best bets heading into this season, ready to make you money. We are all going to give you an NFC team that's going to go over their fair share of wins. We're all going to give you a team that's going to go under. We're all going to give you a team prop bet, and we're all going to give you a player prop bet. We're going to give you our reasoning behind it, and if you think you like one of the hosts and the way they go, you put money on this bet, and we're going to make you money. Up first is the NFL team overs. Overs. And I'm going to go first because Dangles talked about this team already, and I'm right there with him. I think the New Orleans Saints— are the team to beat in the NFL this year. I think they are hands down the number one team in the NFL this year. And I'm a big guy when it comes to storylines and drive. And I think the way they exited last year with the referee not calling pass interference, they have been thinking about that for a very, very long time. And when NFL teams come into the season with something to prove, look at those Deflategate Patriots and what they did in this run afterwards. I think New Orleans is the team to beat this year. And I'm going to give you two bets that I like about the New Orleans uh, Saints. The first one is they're over. Ten and a half. Ten and a half is a big number. To win 11 games in a season, you have to be very, very good. But to get plus money on that, this is the inefficiencies I'm talking about. If I, Tony Cavallo, think the New Orleans Saints are the best team in the league, well, they're going to win more than ten and a half games. And the money right now is plus 130 over ten and a half. I love that line. Give me that line all day. The other bet I'm interested in making, this is any NFL team. Any NFL team this season to go over 13 and a half wins if I can get a 14-2 and two team, I'm getting plus 125 on it. I'm putting that down as well because I think New Orleans is 14-2. and two. I think New Orleans is very, very, very good this year. Dangles, your NFC team going over is who?
2: The Chicago Bears uh, oh over. I know you. I knew you're gonna like this. Uh, over nine and a half at plus one twenty. All they have to do is win ten games. Yeah. All they have to do is win ten games. That defense is just as good as it was last year. I think Khalil Mack could potentially uh, could be a threat to lead the league in sacks. Could be defensive player of the year. They bring back that a whole secondary with the, with the exception of Adrian Amos, who you guys get the benefit over in the Packers of adding uh, to your secondary. But Eddie Jackson returns. Uh, 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 Kyle Fuller returns. Uh, obviously Khalil Mack does. Uh, real. Quick Smith had an excellent rookie Vic year Fangio last year. I don't care. I don't care. That team has still got the pieces that they need. I think that whoever the defensive coordinator is, there, I have no earthly idea who Chuck it is. Pagano. Chuck Pagano. There he is. Is probably mm. going to try to employ some of the things that work for Fangio in his system. I have no doubt. Again, all they need to do is win ten games <sighs> for pl- at plus one twenty. <sighs> I'm taking the Bears. Okay, Drew. It's okay. I didn't take the Chicago under. Don't
0: worry. Well,
1: the one thing I'll say about the Bears bet is they did have those awesome kicker tryouts that went really well.
2: Uh, they didn't they have a. They had. A, they were trying.
1: They were trying out. This is how bad it is. They were trying out a guy whose last name was Blewett,
2: Blewitt. B l e w i t
1: t. Oh, can't Just, wait. <laughs> Feed me more. Feed I me heard, more. Yeah, that, that that's that's interesting. Okay, guys, I like the Carolina Panthers over eight at minus one twenty. A couple reasons here. As Danglis referenced before, six and two last year. Cam gets hurt. They kind of fizzle out at the end. Yeah. But my boy who is so good-looking, and he is sponsored by the NRA because he has some guns, Christian McCaffrey. He will. This isn't even a bet. This is just a, a Dewey fact, we'll call it. He will lead the league in yards from scrimmage uh-huh. this year. Uh-huh. He's awesome. Now, who else do we have? We have DJ Moore, who showed promise, and we have Curtis Samuel, who's been turning heads in training camp. I love the Carolina Panthers. Over eight That's a 500 team. We get the push at eight wins. We get the win with nine. Minus 120, Carolina over. I'm drafting
2: Curtis Samuel in every single fantasy league I possibly can for the record. Okay,
0: let's go to NFC unders. And this one was tough for me. I had two bets that I like. I'm only going to give you one of them, but they both were very similar. They both were under eight, and they both were plus 115 for that under eight. And they both have questions at the quarterback position. The first one Drew just mentioned is Cam Newton healthy? Is his shoulder healthy? He just went down with an injury on his ankle in the the Patriots preseason game. Is the quarterback healthy? The other one is the one I'm going with, and this is the one that also Drew had talked about. Is Jimmy Garoppolo a mirage? is he a real deal or is he not going to do well in the NFL? So I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers under eight wins at plus 115. Love that. That team to me, listen, if I'm wrong on Jimmy and he can actually play ball in that division, I think they can win over eight games with a a solid Jimmy G. But if the Jimmy G shows up, that's been there. Or even if Nick Mullins and C.J. Bathard, who we at Dangles and I have talked about that we like, we think they're good players, that's still not an over 500 team. San Fran, under eight, plus 115.
2: Dangles. I, I can't add anything to that. I also had the uh, 49ers under 8 wins at plus 115. Yep. I completely agree with you. I think this is a good team, um, not a great team. I yep. don't think they're going to make waves. I, I agree with everything you said. You put it perfectly done. Cool.
0: So that's another bet you must take at home if you're listening. Let's move on to the team prop bets.
1: Team. Can I can I go? Yeah, can Drew, I- you ready for a team <laughs> prop? Have yeah. at you. Well, I was just going to say, I would actually jump on that bet with you, boys. That's not my best bet, but I do like that San Francisco under, yep. as I referenced my killing in the NFC yep. West. Guys, put your seatbelts on. I'm going to go on my first tangent here. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals are minus 130 at five and a half wins. They won three fucking games last year. Yes, they did. They won three games. So that means Vegas thinks they're going to double their win input because they drafted Kyler Murray. And they hired Cliff Kingsbury. Can I tell you what Cliff Clif- <laughs> Clif Kingsbury record as a Big 12 coach was? In five seasons, he was 35-40. It 40. wasn't good. In conference, if you t- take away his five wins against Kansas, the worst Power 5 conference, <laughs> the worst Power 5 team in Division I football, he was 23-38 and 38 in conference Big 12 games. <laughs> he gets hired as an NFL coach. My mind is just... Blown. I know. Oh, he's an offensive mind. It's an NFL game. It's a passing league. And listen, Kyler Murray, from everything I read, it's a, is is a transcendental talent, blah, blah, blah. He's he measured the combine. He was five foot seven, 135 pounds. He can't do anything if they don't keep him upright. This is stealing. You have to lay a dollar thirty, meaning you have to bet. Well, we'll get into that later. Under five and a half, this is a fucking layup. Yep. This is insulting to me. They think they're going to double their – in that division? Yeah. In that division, they play the Rams twice, the Seahawks twice, the 49ers twice. This is a layup. Please, for the love of God, under 5.5, Arizona.
0: Sorry, I, did, I almost wow. skipped over that. I yeah, can't believe uh, I almost uh, yeah, moved on. Yeah, we could on. not have missed that. Unbelievable. Uh, for, those, for those listening at home, this is my fault for not saying it. this is the beginning of the podcast. But when we're saying these numbers, plus 115, minus 115, it all has to do with how much money you're putting on. Whenever we say plus, it means if something's plus 115, meaning if I bet $100, I'm getting $115. The opposite of that occurs when you talk about minus. Drew just did one that was minus 130, meaning you would have to bet $130 to win $100. Those numbers are very... in. Your your head we're not going to dive too much into how the numbers break down but we're giving you bets that we know can win and if you can see the fire hear the fire in drew's voice on that arizona cardinals bet you too would join me in going to put money on the under five and a half in arizona
1: i want to clarify too i like kyler murray i think he's very very talented i'm not uh, he 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 could be very very successful quarterback he is small he's tiny and he has to stay upright he can't be running around i just you know
2: who knows he's small Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray knows he's small, oh, and, and he, I think he's. I think he's going to be been trying. Small all his life. Well, and he has, and he's been told all his life that he's not big enough. Yeah. You know? I, I,
1: I, listen, I, I think it could be very, very, very good. That talent on that roster is not great, really and not. the fact that they think no, he's they're going to win double their games last yeah, year just yeah. blows my mind. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. Well, we've heard
0: your piece on uh, on Arizona. Now let's move on to the team prop bets. I'll go first. Uh, this one has to do with the divisional breakdown that I gave. I love this bet. This is my favorite bet on the board, period. This is my absolute favorite bet on the board to go along with the Cincy plus 900 to be the worst team in the league. I think Detroit's a playoff team. I think they absolutely are one of the six best teams in the NFC, hands down, especially with the schedule that's been handed to them. And mm-hmm. for them to make the playoffs, it's plus 300. Three to one odds for Detroit to make the playoffs. I believe they are a playoff team. I'll be putting my the most money I put down in an offseason bet will be on the Detroit Lions to make the playoffs at plus 300. Give me that Honolulu blue. They're going to the playoffs. I got to
1: pull my pants up from my ankles. (laughs) Dangles, what do you got for a team prop?
2: Uh, Team prop, NFC, Falcons to win the South at plus 325.
0: Over New Orleans? Yeah, I I think so.
2: Uh, And it's less over New Orleans and more about the number. It's more about the plus 325. It's more that I just see... Look, I I don't think anyone expects Atlanta to win this division this year. I think everyone thinks that it's either gonna that, that it's gonna be the Saints. I think that 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 um, there's gonna be some recency bias by in a lot of people about the Falcons. But I think they've got all, they still have most of. The, if you look at that offense, most of the guys who were there on that Super Bowl team. They're still there. The yes, big pieces: are. Matt yep. Ryan, Devontae Freeman. They're not that far removed from making the Super Bowl. They are a dark horse, I think, to win. And if the offense gets going under Dirk Cutter, I think they are very. There, it's not hard to, for me to see them winning that division. And at, at you know 32 and a half to one,
1: I don't hate that. That's 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 a, that's that's a lot.
0: That's a lot to ask them to beat New Orleans. As I said, I think New Orleans is the best team in the league. Drew, what's your team bet?
1: Well, you thought I had a layup with the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. This. Is another layup. Once again, it's minus it's it's minus 145, so you're going to have to lay a little bit of juice. Yep. Philadelphia, to win the NFC East, is minus 145. You love them. Tell me who is going to win <laughs> that division. The Cowboys. Oh, my God, Dangles. <laughs> that was easy. Stop <laughs> it. That was really Stop easy. <laughs> <laughs> easy. <laughs> Did you Stop see it. the night and
2: day change from Stop when Amari it. Cooper now, got on that team? Now, listen. Did you <laughs> see w- what happened when Amari, they got Amari Cooper? I,
1: I Yes, I did see, for the record. They won the and division. Also, and also the Eagles were playing with, uh, I think, the janitor that was just in here <laughs> on their <laughs> secondary last last year. Carson Wentz so is walking on toothpicks. Well, no, listen. now, and, and, and that's good you brought that up because I have done some reading. Carson <laughs> Wentz has kind of rededicated, rededicated himself as a leader since Big Dick Nick has left the premises. Yeah, yeah. And by all reports, he's a different guy. He's healthy. He's playing good. He's firing all cylinders. The Philadelphia Eagles... Minus 145 to win the NFC East. Another layup. Thank me later. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, Now it's down to the player props. And I'm going to go last because
0: I have the biggest money bet I guarantee you that we've had out of these two shows that I know is going to win. So I'm going to go last and give you the big money you're going to win. Dangles, player prop for the NFC. Let's go. You'll
2: like this, Tony. Uh, Devontae Adams to lead the league in receiving it. Plus 1,600. 16 to wow. 1 odds. I love wow. Devontae this year. What Those number. are good odds for Devontae Adams, That's a guy a who is who – is, Wow. Arguably the best receiver in the league, and could—I mean—he's the biggest offensive weapon they have. I—I I, I personally truly hope um, that that uh, uh, Matt Lafleur decides to cram it down everyone's cram hole and run with Aaron <laughs> Jones, who averaged yep. five and a half yards per carry when he wasn't being used yep. by Mike McCarthy. Um, but I think he, I think an an increase in an increase in his use is going to open up the passing game a little bit for Devonte Adams, who is top four wide receivers in the NFL with Julio Jones, I've been, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I've, who I think is the best wide receiver I've, in the I've NFL. I've been
0: tooting the D- uh, Devontae Adams horn for a while. He is, you know, on my favorite team. But I don't need to explain to you why he's good. At 16-1
2: to, to lead
0: the league in receiving, I like that. He's my favorite player on that team, too, and that's saying a lot. He's my favorite Packers wide receiver I've ever seen with my own eyes. I love Devontae Adams. More than Donald Driver? More yeah. than
2: Antonio Freeman? No more than, the, Greg more Jennings. than Sterling no Sharp? More than Greg hold on, Jennings? Hold
0: on. No one has the swagger. Michigan University (laughs) no one has the swagger that Devontae Adams has he's a great great player it's hard hard to deny it's awesome to watch it's so much fun to root for him I hope he I mean it'd be great if he led the league in receiving
2: that's a big number though Michael Thomas plus 1000 by the way are his odds to lead the league in receiving that was a very very close second for me I just think I I chose Devontae because I see them as similar in skill sets and the the, the numbers are just better on Devontae I would
1: love it I would love it I love that pick Dangles I might jump on that with you buddy what do you got Drew Okay, so I know it's my first time. I'm gonna kind of cheat because I'm gonna do kind of one A, one B. This again, I'm gonna stay local. This is kind of a chalky pick, three to one. Aaron Donald to be defensive MVP. Now he's just the best player in the world. We know he's gonna get double, triple teamed, but he is so good. I'm surprised it's three he's to one. So good. It's you think it'd be even? I think yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So so three to one. That was good odds. Yeah. Um, I just think I, I I love the bet. I yep. love the bet. He's just he's so good. And we know without there's been some questions. Oh, since Sue's gone, is he gonna get more attention? Of course. I just don't think it matters, yeah, man. He's, that guy he's, is he's just his hands, his quickness. I love him to death. He's been double teamed year
2: after I'm, year after year, and he's still. I mean, again, it's still he 22 and a half sacks from the defensive tackle position
1: last crazy. year. It's crazy. It's just nuts. It's crazy have, the
0: way you hear other NFL players talk exactly. about
1: him too, and and and, and players too yeah, and I do have cold sweats that uh he was on the board when the Lions drafted Eric Ebron. um, which leads me to my one b bet Tony. I love I love you, brother, for taking Lions for the playoffs. I'm gonna do a, maybe just a small little amount on the Lions to win the NFC north. Okay. at hmm. seven to one. call me a Homer.
0: You never know. You're going to do it. Okay. Uh, the final bet. Dangles actually had his Devontae Adams bet to make more money, but I know Devontae Adams is a, is a you know, there's other people that could win that bet. This bet right here is going to happen. I have said to you over and over again that New Orleans is the best team in the league. I think they are going to be a 14-2 team. I think is New Orleans or bust. Everyone else will be chasing them from the jump. And I don't think Drew Brees can win MVP just because there's so many players that can win MVP. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, all, you know, MVP is hard to win even if you have the best team. But you know what goes hand in hand with the best team in the league? You know what award they hand out at the end of the year that goes hand in hand with the best team in the league? Coach of the Year. Sean Payton right now is plus 1,400 to be Coach of the Year. And if you think New Orleans, if you're with me and you think New Orleans is the best team in this league for the 2019 season, Sean Payton will win Coach of the Year if that happens. Plus 1,400. Book it, Dano. And that is it for the Left Coast Gamblers. Pre-season predictions. We've married, fuck, killed every division. We've given you our best bets. We are making you money. If you like this content, if you like the new host, Drew Schaefer Crookson, if you like the returning vets and Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, and the man you're listening to right now, Tony Cavallo, you're going to love the season that we have for you. I'm excited for it. We're going to blow it up. We're going to be attacking for followers, for listeners. If you are listening to this and you like it, whatever you're listening on right now, give us a like. Give us a rating. Give us a subscription. You will help us grow because that's all we want to do is we want to bring this content to as many people as you can because we all like money we all like making money and we are going to make you money this season on the nfl Join us next week, Thursday, September Tuesday, September 3rd. Thursday, September 5th, we got football, baby. Tuesday, September 3rd, we are coming at you with the Week 1 show, the return of Gravestones, the return of the Pick'em Challenge with defending champion Matthew Daniels' D'Angelo Antonio and a new best-bet game where we're going to be playing for the whole entire season. I am so excited to be going on this ride with you guys with the two people sitting next to me. I can't wait for it to begin, but that is all I got for you tonight. So, let's give out a hearty. Ram it. Thank <laughs> you.